0: Hold my tongue never, I say what I feel, look you in the eye, never ran, never
1: will Hold my own destiny, both hands in the will In the darkness they found light, so at the top of your lungs scream This ain't life, so when they move left, you move right, you move right Hold my tongue never, I say what I feel Look you in the eye, never ran, never will Hold my own destiny, both
0: hands on... Alright, well welcome everyone to tonight's episode of Lude Presents Rabbit Holes Um you know, for all those who have watched before, or all those that come after, you know, I'm going to start off every episode with just a little intro here. Because as you probably know, this is a newer show. We're just kind of building the content library here for everyone. Um, but, you know, what the show is, I mean, we have a bunch of different things going on here, whatever whatever we want to do pretty much. But uh, these episodes are pretty much just, I like to say it's like a one hour uh, car ride or lunch break with somebody you don't really know that well. Uh, for example, I have a guest on the night. His name's Ransom Coslet, Ransom D Coslet. Uh, he's a first-time author. Uh, and, you know, it kind of worked out perfectly because we started talking today and uh, we got Halloween coming up. And he just happened to write his first book, which is called After Midnight, 12 Terrifying Stories. Uh, so we're going to bring him on here and learn a little bit about uh, him and the book and and the process. And I think it coincides pretty well here with with uh, this week coming up Halloween. So uh, Ransom, welcome aboard, sir. Thanks for joining us this evening. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So, um, you know, as I said, you know, this show is all about, you know, meeting new people. And, you know, I'm trying to get my start here with the podcast. And yeah. I want to help all of our potential, you know, viewers, listeners and, and others. You know, I want to help them get their start. And, uh, you know, like I said, this is your first book you put out, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. So it's called After Midnight Twelve Terrifying Stories. And I would love for you to tell uh tell myself and the audience a little bit about what's it about.
1: Okay. Um After Midnight, uh, I got my copy right here. Awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, it's a collection of uh 12 different stories um that I've written over the years and compiled. Um that, you know, if you're yeah. a horror fan, has a little bit of uh everything, uh a couple of paranormal stories. Um you know a couple gory stories i guess stuff
0: like that so interesting so i'll tell you what i mean you know i i, I probably say this like every episode it worked out perfectly whatever but yeah, yeah you know it really did because um part of why this uh podcast is so much fun you know it started off for like me and friends you know mm-hmm. I, I don't um I'm, I'm an adult i got children i got a family i don't get to go out too much do anything so this was like one of the only opportunities we had to kind of meet up and talk and laugh and have fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it's fun to come on here and talk about these things. Cause for example, in a couple of the people will maybe learn the terminology, but we call it like the think tank. It's a bunch of us. We just go in there we act stupid and we blurt out a bunch of things and what's funny, what sticks, you know, yeah, and we talked yeah. about, we talked about like these stories and I may end up doing something with these stories because I know like there's podcasts out there like, uh, you know, Mr. Ballin, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, the short stories like that. So I'm contemplating maybe doing something like that because we've actually jotted down some things that were funny. But I mean, it's have you ever considered doing something like that, I guess, like with your no, story?
1: I haven't. Uh, but I mean, it'd be something I, you know, I'd be up for. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it's if you've you got your Facebook page, maybe if you get a YouTube page and you just go on there and you kind of I mean. You know it would ruin the book people wouldn't have to buy it if you read them yeah but still maybe it's an opportunity for you you know yeah yeah that's true so you said you've been uh you've been writing these like over the years is that something that's always been just like a fun pastime or how? Uh, how is that
1: yeah i mean i've always enjoyed uh you know reading um this book it's probably stories from like the past 10 years um from like 2009 to about 2019 when i finished this um and then I shopped it around a little bit, um, and now, you know, it's out, so. But, so, I guess, uh, what
0: did the, uh, what did the shopping around, so, it's been three years then, so. Yeah. Tell us about, like, the three years of shopping around, how, uh, how did so, that work?
1: So, it's, you know, a long process if you go through, like, a traditional publisher. Um, and I, uh, talked to three, um one I didn't hear back from Uh, one wasn't interested. Then the third one, they uh, sent me a contract to do my book with them. And that uh, publishing actually ended up getting bought out. So when my book was about to come out from them, they were bought out. So so that's why it's on Amazon now. But it went through their process of editing, cover, uh, formatting, all that stuff. So and that's about a year process alone.
0: So I guess who is the, who's the publisher then releasing the book or is it self-published?
1: It's uh, self-published now, but it was going to be with uh, pennant publications. They're the one that put it all together, all that. And then like I said, they were bought out and then, uh, okay. you know, it didn't get, end up getting released
0: with them. So, so how is that working then? So you, is it pretty much you footing the bill for everything then? Uh, no, cause everything was uh, completed. So I just,
1: uh, had to put it out there on Amazon now. So as far as like the printing and everything, though, like the actual uh, coffee. So, so when that works, um, Amazon uh, covers like the printing cost and all that. And okay. then you
0: get like a royalty base. So. OK, cool. So, so yeah, how, long, how long? How long have you had it off the sale then?
1: Uh, it actually just released October 10th was when I published it.
0: OK, so it ended up working out perfect. here right for the month of October with. Yeah. Is there anything like Halloween related or is it all just things in that? you know realm i
1: guess uh just kind of that realm it's just a different compile of different like horror stories um you know i'm big stephen king fan um yeah
0: so (laughs) kind of you know in that genre i guess so maybe there's some influence there from Stephen. yeah yeah he does make some wild movies that's for sure he does yeah. yeah he's he's the king of horror so so i guess uh you know give give me and maybe the audience like a sneak peek like what what's one of the ones that when you think about the book and you go back to it, like what's one of the ones you feel like is the best and give us like a, a premise of one of the, your, what you think is a better story in that book. Oh, okay. Let's see. I'm flipping through right now. Uh,
1: There's one called last call. It's the third one on here, but it's um, a guy that struggles with uh, alcoholism and Mm -hmm. he makes a deal with the devil to quit drinking. uh, But things don't exactly, you know, go his way because right the deal with the devil so that that's a pretty good one
0: um how long are how you had 12 stories how long's the book so like how 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 long is each story
1: so each story's probably about like 15 to maybe 25 pages or so, so yeah so like quick
0: read simple. almost you can read yeah, them in yeah.
1: then it's about 169 pages i think uh all said and done so
0: so I guess now here you are, you know, you're releasing your first book. It's, it's a 10 year process. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously you want to see how this one goes, see how the sales go. But like, do you think being that you've already went through the process once, are you going to start writing more?
1: Uh, I'm in middle of writing uh, a novel that's a different beast in its own, you know, like this one's yeah. all short stories and this, you got to kind of lengthen, um, right. so, you know, it's a different monster. <laughs> But, uh, you know, hopefully I finish that up and able to get that, you know, out. So,
0: yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, like every time you get an idea, do you start and then kind of like keep uh, rotating or how do you, what's your process to so you know, work on the best there, stuff? I yeah,
1: I get ideas all the time and I'm like, oh, that, you know, that'd be a good story. Be a good book. Um, then it's just kind of picking, I guess, which one's stick with you what you want to try and write but you know you'll you'll see something or something will happen and you're just like that'd be a good story then obviously you put kind of like a darker twist on it but yeah so
0: so uh, i mean again the show's called rabbit holes because my interview style is probably not what it's supposed to be and we go (laughs) in and out and back and forth and all that yeah we're kind of going back now but like I, i want to ask more about like the uh like when you reached out to the publishers, mm-hmm. like, is that like a total cold call process? Like you're reaching out to someone you have no idea who they are somewhere like, hey, I have a book. Is it like, is it like that? Is that how you start or do you
1: have? Um, so, you know, the bigger guys like uh, Penguin Publishing, uh, you know, them, Random House, um, right. they won't even look at you unless you have an agent. And an agent typically won't look at you unless you're already published.
0: Yeah. So, so, um, like a- difficult battle
1: yeah yeah but uh then there's a lot of uh, indie publishers and stuff you know and you'll reach out to them yourself and you'll uh, put up like a synopsis of your book uh you know query letter uh your bio and just kind of send it out and hope you know they're interested in it and get back to you so
0: yeah so um i'll let you do this again through the show but i don't think i gave you an opportunity up front why don't you tell anyone that's listening like kind of where you're where your platform, your profile, like where you can buy the book. Why don't you, we'll probably do it again later in the show, but go ahead and get a shout out right now.
1: Um, So my uh, author page is on Facebook. Uh, You can just look me up, Ransom D. Coslet. Um, I think I'm the only one on there, so that'll pull up my author page. And then as far as books, you can go to Amazon.com slash author slash Ransom D. Coslet and that'll pull up my author central page that has, you know, my book on it that you can buy in Kindle or paperback.
0: Have you, uh, have you traveled at all with the, with the book or the, you know, the promotion of it, or is it kind of just all like what you're doing right now? Just looking for opportunity to get it out there.
1: Um, kind of what I'm doing right now, you know, just looking for opportunities. Um, I plan to do some, you know, events like conventions and stuff, hopefully next year, you know, set up a booth, try and sell some books, stuff like that. But, yeah, I I've talked to um, that
0: yet. I've talked to a. Uh, there was a guy that was publishing comic books, and then I actually am talking to another one later this week. But uh, he mentioned like the that circuit, you know, and selling. Yeah. On, you know, I I don't know. That'd be that'd be a tough gig though, especially when you get your full time job on top of it. You know, it'd be tough to travel and stay in the <gasps> and hope to sell something when you don't have many things lined up. You know, I don't. It'd be tough, but it, I mean, it would be.
1: Yeah, out. a lot of it, you know word of mouth um
0: hopefully people enjoy it you know and tell other people they enjoy it <laughs> yeah i mean well and again i mean it's not that you can't sell that year round but i mean it is a good time for something like that so
1: exactly. Yeah, i mean yeah, I, it's, it's respect, season, trying, I know.
0: just trying to I'm get absolutely. it out there man that's yeah that's all you can do right how how is yeah. it sold so far thus far like what's your results
1: uh it's not bad i mean i've sold you know i'm in uh probably double digits right now um yeah. so you know people are starting Our to get them in the mail Shout out to me and stuff so it's it's
0: been pretty cool but you know like you're experiencing now it's got you know and i'm I'm experiencing it too you know when you start something fresh like this i mean there's got to be a huge learning curve i mean because now you're in it and like every day you're probably picking up something new and learning something new and you know if it ever comes around again you do another book i'm sure it's gonna be much smoother but
1: it, exactly wild. yeah, yeah. Um, luckily so far there haven't been any big bumps where I'm like, oh wow, I should have done this, you know? So, uh, biggest thing, you know, like I said, just
0: trying to promote it right now, just get the word out there. So, yeah, well, I hope that, you know, I can play a role in that. I'd love to see the book, get some more, uh, eyes on it and, you know, get some more people interested because, uh, you know, Hey, (laughs) people have time to kill especially with it changing you know not not as many things to do out there things cost a little bit more nowadays so.
1: they, yeah they do yeah and it, you know it's an easy read like you
0: said it's spooky season right now so it's a perfect read so you know. yeah exactly i mean is there like a is there kind of like a music i don't even know if they put i don't even know if they put parental advisory on music anymore but is like is there any kind of like age bracket on the book
1: Uh, not really. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, there's some blood and gore. Um, you know, not all, it's not crazy blood gore or anything, but you know, it's horror. So probably like a PG
0: 13 based on what's out there today on TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably at least, you know, 13 up. So Um, do you watch a lot of movie TV like that?
1: I do. I watch a lot of horror movies. (laughs) That's kind of my, uh, kind of my thing.
0: So, uh, my wife's very big into the, that genre as well yeah well, not so much i but you know now that i'm with her i am but like you know what i've been kind of finding is we're starting to let we have kids and we're starting to let it slide mm-hmm. more and more and more and letting them watch the stuff younger and younger and younger and i'm like you know maybe we shouldn't be doing this i mean some yeah, of stuff, yeah. I mean, for example they watch stranger things i mean it's not
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not as bad but still it's pretty bad for you know younger You're children little yeah. Kid. yeah definitely horror elements to it but they seem to like it, so I ain't gonna worry too much about it just yet. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, my uh, same thing. My wife, you know, um, she gets kind of dragged to go in the movies with me and stuff to watch. You know, the horror. Um, yeah. But if it's too much for her,
0: my brother-in-law, he he goes and watches them with me. So. So. so it makes a big difference, doesn't it? Like seeing it in the movie theater versus you know sitting on your couch and watching it. I mean, it, don't get me wrong; they could still be good movies, but it's a big yeah. difference in the. Oh theater. yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh the theater in my town has the leather seats, they're heated, oh, yeah. recliner. So I mean it's it's perfect.
0: Now I will say I have a friend of mine here that uh has a movie theater in his basement.
1: Oh, He's that's got awesome. a
0: great sound system, like a huge uh what do you call the the surround sound? Uh, no, the uh projector.
1: He's oh, got okay. a projector. Yeah, yeah,
0: I mean and that you know, you can't beat that. I mean, that's just as good as a movie because it's so close and so loud. I mean. Yeah. You we're know, clout couches and. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's one of my goals. When one day I'm going to get, you know, make some money. I'm going to have my own movie theater. That's I oh, know yeah, that awesome. that'd be awesome. That'd be living life. <laughs> so, um, you know, now that we're talking about it, I was just thinking, like, what do you do, for example, like right now we're in the middle of a conversation or you're mm-hmm. in the middle of your day at work and you see something, you're like, dang, that's. That's pretty, that's pretty funny. I could maybe write something about that. Yeah. Do you just kind of get in your phone and write down a little note? Uh, No,
1: it just kind of sticks in my head, honestly. It's like, you know, a little seed that gets planted. And, you know, if it uh, bugs you enough, you'll, you'll start writing about it. So.
0: Yeah, that's, I don't, you know, I'm not a writer, but like I said, I've been, you know, messing around with things like the stories and. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, a lot of kind of, I like different genres. Like you said, I like the, the, what would you call your genre of your book? Is that horror? I'd probably call it
1: horror. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's not super like gory or anything like that, but it's you know, I guess it—it's all in the horror lines.
0: So, like, yeah, horror mystery.
1: Uh, yeah, kind of thriller type stuff. So, did you see the movie? Uh, have you seen Nope yet? I've seen Nope. Yeah, I went to theater, saw that. On a on a one to ten rating, what would you have given that movie? Uh, like I said, you know, I run a movie blog too uh i think it's what me and you were talking about on here but wow. that's one of the movies i rated um I'm trying to think what i gave it i think i gave it like an eight out of ten do you have a is that like a uh platform you have where you do yeah. that what's that yeah. called it's uh kings blog dot movie dot blog okay and yeah. it's just uh, movies I go and watch and I just write about it. And, you know, it's nothing big. I got probably maybe like 20 followers or something. But, you know, yeah, I mean, I like doing,
0: you know, and that's kind of, you know, the followers thing. That's um, here's what I'll say about it. Um, you know, anybody that watches this show and is listening to this, I would ask that, you know, you do like or subscribe or comment, you know, if you can. But, you know, part of it, too, is I want that because I just want to get more people more eyes on this because um, yeah my goal you know is to kind of make it you know uh i don't know inclusive is maybe the word i don't know but like you know i want to interview the audience on here like for example yeah Yeah. i want people like you and others to watch the show and then you know if if i talk about you know horror books or whatever and then maybe you can reach out like hey i just wrote a horror book i want to come on you know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. how I want to grow the audience and grow the guests is just by the people that, you know, happen to come across things and say, for example, I have a guy that I'm bringing on to talk about DB Cooper. You know, we're, we're going to yeah, talk yeah. about DB Cooper. Um, I had the guy Tex from Texas Front Porch on here the other day. We were talking about Bigfoot. And then I had <laughs> Ryan Edwards on here who wrote a book about that stuff about cryptids. Yeah, um, yeah. But like, that's the thing. Like, you know, we sit here and we talk, and in passing, we may talk about, uh, we talked about the giant sloth man you know i yeah, might have someone yeah. here hey teach us about the giant sloth man you know it could be yeah. anything that's the yes. funnest part is we could have any topic anywhere any reason and if we just happen to have the one person that listens to the show that you know is an expert or has a blog about it or knows yeah. about it, you know they can come on here and and we'll talk about it because we can talk about whatever we want
1: oh yeah i actually have a couple of the stories in here uh One's a bigfoot story, and okay. uh, I have another one that's uh, kind of in the cryptids. It uh, mentions a few cryptids in it. It's, um, the costume circus where this kid gets a costume and he can't take it off but, <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah, I mean that that's cool though. Um, so I came into this with like you know, no uh, what would be a good word to say? I had no expectations, I guess. yeah, yeah. so when I started it, you know, I started looking around for, you know, people to talk to, like, you know, finding guests is tough in the beginning because, you know, you have no eyes on it. You talk to your friends and they're like, ah, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, now I can't do it. I'll do it. You know, whatever. That's what happens. So, you know, when I went into like different places to, to find community members to talk about things like, for example, Bigfoot, um, you know, the the communities have been so nice. I mean, it's been so much fun talking to them because it's so, you know, even if you don't necessarily believe in whatever they're saying mm-hmm. or talking about, it's just entertaining to to hear all the different stories that are out there. Because you know, now I've been talking like DB Cooper. You know, I'm going to bring people yeah. on to talk about DB Cooper. I've I've had three or four different experts, and they're different versions of it. And you know, they're I mean, everybody can make their own opinion. I just want to bring them all on here and hear the different and you talk know, about people. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's just it's wild how many things have so many different tales and versions yeah Yeah. you know oh boy so um when we were talking prior to to talking about your book uh we're kind of going to move on from that before um before we leave you know we may come back but is there anything else you wanted to kind of to say about the book just so uh one more time, give us the title where it's at, just so everybody that is listening knows where it's yeah, at. Yeah, uh,
1: again, you know, After Midnight, um, 12 Terrifying Stories. Uh, you can find it on Amazon under amazon.com slash author slash
0: coslip. All right. Yep. For audience members, you know, please give Ransom a look. You know, check it out. Any, any age group too, right? I mean, you know, high school. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So that's that's kind of what he's doing. Yeah, I want to I want to see the sales hopefully get, get a little better for you here. Be on some yeah, podcast, yeah, talk to some people, and find some new viewers, readers. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, so changing topics. Uh, sports, you know, once in a while we talk about the ultimate homer. I call mm-hmm. it the hashtag ultimate homer. And, I mean, if anybody deserves it, it's probably you. Because you told me about your two teams, and both of them right now are doing about as good as they can be doing. So Yeah, both yeah. undefeated right now. So go ahead and tell us like of the two teams. So you're a, you're a volunteer, Tennessee volunteers, mm-hmm. uh, Philadelphia. Hey. Yep. So of the two, or are you going to say both, which of them realistically think has a chance to go, you know, towards the end, either a national uh, or a super. I think, I think the Eagles. Okay. Um,
1: You know, Vols, it's a high second year. Um, and everybody had good expectations for us, but I don't think anybody, really saw us beating Bama and being seven and O right now. Um, Who's your the, quarterback? Uh, Hendon Hooker. Okay. Is he new? No, it's his uh, second year. He uh, transferred okay. in from uh, Virginia tech. Okay. God. Um, then as far as the Eagles, you know, we, we've had the pieces and then uh, they did. Howie Roseman did some uh, off season acquisitions, you know, brought in uh Brown. Um, you know, and then we have Devontae Smith, obviously, paired with him. Then beefed up the defense. So, you know, them, on paper, I think
0: we could go all the way before even the season started. So, I mean, it, just in my – you know, I'm no expert. But just in my opinion, that division – I mean, I I don't know that the Giants are that good. Yeah. Is the record they have, you know. And that's just yeah. – I love Saquon. But mm. um, I just – I don't know about them. And then, you know, the Redskins and, well, I guess you got the Cowboys. I don't know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Cowboys are always good on paper, but they never, you know, amount to much. I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan, obviously, but yeah, they never do much in the
0: long stretch of things. <laughs> so so uh, with your volunteers, did you see that coming at all?
1: Uh, I had us, you know, I was realistic, hoping, you know, 10 and 2. Yeah, uh, which still really, really good. But you know, I was thinking the loss to Bama and to Georgia. Um, but now, you know, since we beat Bama, you know, realistically eleven and
0: one. Hopefully, twelve and zero if we can get past Georgia. But that's a big. I big talked hit. to uh, I talked to a Bama uh, alumni over the weekend, mm-hmm. and I talked to him about maybe coming on the show. He was a I forget what position he played, but he played in nineteen eighty two in Bear Bryant's last year. Oh, that's uh, cool and uh he played at my school penn state and he told he was telling me about a pick six that he dropped you know on national television and stuff so i was i was thinking that maybe one night i'm gonna have him on here he's gonna tell us a little bit about it he said he would so that that should be a good time oh yeah no that, that'll definitely be good <laughs> oh man um so back to nope i guess you know again the perfect podcast because we talked about it we left now we're back but yeah you said it was an eight I, I agree i think that was one of the best movies i've seen in a while my wife and i went yeah yeah. i think that was a movie like prime example of why you have to see him in the movie theater because i don't think that movie at home would be as good mm-hmm. but in the movie theater it was just you know uh, we loved it we loved every oh, second. Yeah.
1: i thought uh, you know the writing was what made it you know like the alien itself kind of looked a little cheesy i guess you know the kind of big inflatable but uh the writing i think was really you know good in that movie and that's what made it
0: i would agree with that because you know looking back on it i know that i I truly don't even know what the alien looked like now and i know it was a cloud yeah i mean the the purple-headed people eater thing and all like i was really confused like what the monster actually was you know
1: exactly yeah it's kind of like jaws but on a bigger spectrum you know so i thought that was kind of cool angle
0: yeah i mean and that's (laughs) i know it's not like this but you know jordan peele like where does he come up with these ideas you know it has to be ideas where he's just sitting there and he's like oh you know cloud oh that could be an alien and then he just you know like how do these i would love to hear this he probably did a podcast or something about off the look but like how they come up with these ideas yeah and that, i mean for
1: me you know that's kind of how it is too like just something dumb like that you know you'd be like oh yeah you know that could be an alien hiding there and then you just start creating a story just
0: like yeah that's what that you know so we started doing that on the sloth one because like i said my buddy had a he's he had dreams about a giant sloth man so now we're, we're writing like a mock story about this giant sloth man and maybe we'll- oh, that's awesome yeah <laughs> Uh, cause I mean, it, you know, we're, I guess if, if I'm okay with asking, how old are you?
1: I'm uh 33.
0: Okay. So you're right around the same age as me. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we get to this point, you don't have any kids though.
1: I do. I have a, uh, 18 month old, 18 month old okay. son. So.
0: so you have a wife and children just like mm-hmm. me. I mean, you know, you get to an age where it's like, you know, and I don't know what you did in your twenties, but I can tell you me in my twenties, you know, I went out, went to bars, we drank yeah. on the weekend, yeah. and tailgated. Well, now with kids everywhere running around, we can't do that. So, like no. now, the, this podcast and like you know coming on here and talking to friends or on other podcasts, you know those are the things that are fun now because the other things just aren't 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 an option. I just yeah. got back from the t t-ball game. You know, I was watching not three and four, so they're they must be five and six. Yeah, five and six, and they still don't know the rules of baseball and <laughs> can't get anybody out. And it's just a bunch of kids running around playing in dirt. But yeah. You know, i coached this year so hey i'm there i got one or two more games and then it'll be over with but <laughs> that's awesome i think it's too young man i i've uh i've done some coaching for my kids mm-hmm. and i've like the older ones are a little better yeah uh, i like to coach in my basketball uh my kids basketball kid t- uh, basketball team he's in uh fifth sixth seventh eighth grade i did it all those years and like as they get older you can kind of play along with them you know it's they get more competitive and it's fun to do it right there with them because you still feel like you're like the tall kid and you still kind of beat up on them. Eighth, yeah. ninth grade, they get a little bit better and then they can kind of beat you. But yeah. But, yeah. Uh, the opposite of that's the baseball, what I'm doing right now. Like three, four, five, six year old kids. No, I can't do it. Not not anymore. They're just too yeah. they don't take that stuff in. Do you call yourself a cook?
1: A cook? Uh I mean,
0: I know how to cook. I don't cook a whole lot though. <laughs> Uh, so yeah we we like uh sharing some go-to recipes so that that might be perfect for you though so if you're not that good of one it's so, like what's one of the things you do cook well like that you would say is your go-to dish if like i uh, mean have to, like, you have to do something i can make chicken
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I make pretty go. good chicken uh, i can make you know cream corn pretty good um
0: <laughs> yeah there we go yeah, i mean yeah you know, i can cook bread.
1: not not a big cook though
0: no, that's all right. Man. I do. I do
1: like some Gordon Ramsay, you know, but
0: so are you. Um. So 33 with a child, are you starting to feel old? Uh, um, yeah, I never I think
1: the oldest I felt it was weird was like 25. Okay. I don't know why, but like 25, I felt old. And then uh, after that, I was OK. But
0: well, 25 is like one of the only ages that matters, because isn't that like when car insurance drops or something? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just I don't know, maybe just, you know, half of you know, quarter of a century or whatever, just, just something about after that, I was fine,
0: you know, but I did feel old at 25. So something we like sharing on here is, um, I say this thing, like we like sharing on here, it's like me and a few people have talked about it, but I like saying it. So we, we talk about old man things. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, (laughs) for example, do you by chance have a pair of jeans that you wear outside to do like yard work and stuff? And it's like one pair of jeans that you wear like every time. Yeah, I mean, I have like my okay. work. Needs, I guess
1: i call yeah, them. You old know? man.
0: Things. Yeah, all right. You got any like other funny old man things that like maybe your wife makes fun of for? Uh
1: no, not really. I mean, sounds okay. kind of boring. You'll, you'll
0: but... start looking at it and thinking about it more. Yeah, you know? I was
1: gonna say. Yeah, that's something I'd have to like think about. You know, that's but... old man thing. Yeah.
0: Tell me about if you're okay talking about it. Um, you teach tennis?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm a tennis pro. So. Have you? Did you like
0: play uh, professionally, semi-professionally?
1: Uh, so I played, you know, through high school, played through uh, college. um, okay. You know, I was in college on an athletic scholarship. Um, coached as assistant coach a couple of years, and then I started working as a teaching pro. So I've been doing that for about uh, nine years now.
0: So, as far as tennis, like I play against my father-in-law, and he's mm. in his now. And he's so accurate, and he doesn't even have to move, and he still whoops my ass. Yeah. So, like, is a big part of being good at tennis the accuracy? It has to be,
1: right? I mean, placement typically beats power. You know, it's good to have both worlds. But if you can, you know, place the ball well, you're going to beat someone that can just hit it and not place it, you know.
0: Like I said, he's mid-70s. His knees are shot. But, like, he'll sit right there in that same spot and just every time back and forth, you know, he'll get it every time.
1: Some of those old guys are very tough. They slice it, you know, where they want to, serve out wide, drop shot you, lob you.
0: I mean, they're tough. (laughs) So, I mean, uh, that's – so, I mean, I talked about coaching, like, the T-ballers and stuff. So, if you do the tennis, I mean, it has to get frustrating, right? I mean, how do you find ways to break through to, like, the – the people you're coaching and teaching, like when they don't get it, like, uh, it takes yeah. a lot of uh, patience, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm pretty patient. You know, I've had a lot of parents tell me, you know, that I have like the patience of Job. Uh, they're always telling me. But I think part of it is I love what I do, you know. So yeah, I, I'm outside, you know, nice weather normally besides summer. Um, right. You know, and just teaching tennis. I mean, I love it. So
0: Yeah. I mean, do you still uh, – like, do you play competitively, I guess? Are you in any leagues or anything
1: like that? Uh, I don't play much anymore. Um, you know, I used to play a lot of tournaments and stuff still. Um, yeah. Every once in a while, you know, I'll, I'll play in a league or something because someone, you know, will rope me into it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, I'll play
0: tournament every now and then. But That's like, you know, golf. I'm I'm fairly decent at golf, but, like, I don't enjoy it anymore for, like, competitions like yeah I enjoy yeah. have fun like in scrambles and things like that but i don't enjoy it to be competitive anymore because you know i'm the type of person where i do pretty good but i have like one hole where i do terrible and it blows up my whole game so that's yeah. why i don't like you know competitive stroke play golf or anything like that anymore i won't even go if it's like something like that <laughs> i'm over it i don't have, i don't have the time to practice you know yeah yeah I mean, I, I still, you know, enjoy
1: it, but a lot of it, like you said, you know, being married, having a kid, you know, especially 18 month year old, 18 month yeah. old, you know, I have one day off, which is Sunday. So, yeah, I rather so spend it
0: with a family now versus, you know, going playing somewhere. So I guess you said that, uh, you know, again, rabbit holes back to it. Um, it took you 10 years to finish the book. Mm-hmm. So for the last three years since you've had the child, you know, you guys have just been getting it out on the market, I guess so like have you still been writing like new stuff
1: uh yeah like i you know um i was saying earlier um you know i'm in the middle of working on like a longer book um which you know i won't go much detail about that um but it's kind of like a creature feature i guess you know um so I guess but, when, my
0: question, what I was leading up to there is like, when do you find the time to do that with the wife and kid? Yeah. Is it like a late night thing, early morning thing?
1: Normally, it's a, a late night thing. You know, yeah. I'm not a morning person. Um, right. I'm kind of a night owl anyway. Okay. So a lot of times, you know, I'll just sit on the couch and just ride a little bit. Um, I'm not a fast rider, you know, so
0: I just kind of plug away each day. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what this is my. Uh, we call it my podcast time. So after eight o'clock, I'm allowed to kind of come up to my office and and do what I want to do with the podcast. The yeah. wife is authorization and permission, so you know, thank her for that. But you know, I, I can't do it any other time. She just won't have it. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know, in the end, she's in charge. I wish I could say anything different, but she's in charge. Right <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So I mean, well, ransom. I mean, I'm I'm glad that I got to get you on here tonight. Like I said, I I appreciate it. You know,
1: um, said hopefully gets more eyes, you know, on my book and everything. So,
0: yeah. And in the end, you know, like I said, that's that's kind of what this show is all about. It's uh, you know, you and I got to hang out here tonight, talk a little bit, meet each other was cool. Um, And I want people to understand, like, that's what this channel and platform is about. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I want my first shot, I guess, with this podcast. You know you're on here trying to get your first shot with your book i want other people to come on here with their you know i don't know if i'll talk to people with inventions or or (laughs) new channels uh you know some other people with authors coming on uh we had that alabama football player is going to come on but you know i'm sure it's going to be a hodgepodge of pretty much anything and everything but that's (laughs) i'm not tied into anything i have no topic i have no rules it's pretty much you know come on here and do whatever we want well I told my wife, we're going to give it like a, we're going to give it like a year. You know, I'm, I'm going to go hard at it for a year, mm-hmm. you know, try to get a lot of content out there. Hopefully, you know, build a following of some sort, you know, and then if after a year, it's still pretty bleak, eh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll reconsider, but for now, we're just going to go strong and just keep, you know, talking to new people, learn new things and having fun with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, I guess, uh, you know, we'll wrap it up here tonight. It was a short one, but, you know, that's really last minute. So we didn't have a lot of things to prepare for. But really, the the main thing I wanted to get across was your book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After Midnight, 12 Terrifying Stories. Um, you know, available on Amazon, like he said. Um, you got your Facebook page. I'm looking at it right now. So be sure to mm-hmm, follow yeah. along with him on there. You know, you'll put any updates out there on us you'll oh, put yeah. oh, yeah. updates on there for us, right. As they come out
1: oh, yeah, have no, a oh, yeah.
0: down the road. Uh, I can't read the long books like that anymore. I'll be honest with you. Ransom. So when that, one <laughs> out, I don't know like maybe a, a, a synopsis of it, but the 12 short stories, I could do that one. Oh yeah. You, you could do that. It's a
1: quick, easy read.
0: And, you know, I hope, you know, you enjoy it if you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, I know my, my missus enjoys that stuff and Hey,
1: there you go. Yeah.
0: I like it. But, uh, yeah, so that's it. Uh, one more time, give them your exact website. Um, and then, uh, I'll say goodbye to you and I'll say goodbye to the audience right after that. Okay. Okay, Thanks again. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Um, again, you know, amazon.com slash author slash ransom D dot coslet, uh, C O S L E T T is how you spell my last name, uh, for Facebook, Search same thing, Ransom D Costlet. It'll pull up my author page. And if you are interested in movie reviews, uh, blog. So uh, majority is horror movies, but I do have an array of different movies that I go out and see. And I'll, you know, okay. talk about it and rate them.
0: So No worries. Uh, I'd be happy to have you back. We had fun talking. If you ever do another book or maybe we'll bring you on and talk about movie reviews one time. We've yeah, no here and there sounds
1: good yeah i had a good time you know reach out anytime and you know appreciate it so
0: will do ransom thanks again sir i'm gonna if you don't mind hanging out in the back here i'll uh i'll just say goodbye to the uh audience and then yeah definitely all right ransom d causlet thank you very much sir book is after midnight 12 terrifying stories available on amazon and to everyone that stuck around thank you very much uh we did have fun tonight you know and again this show is just learning the things that you don't already know and just talking to people that you know you haven't met and learning things about them we just learned a little bit about you know him and the the writing process and when he finds time to do it and uh, like i said i mean eh, anybody can do anything you know if they want to it's just a matter of finding time for it finding the right opportunity and you know, that's kind of what this platform is. It's, it's talking to these people and trying to create our own opportunity, I guess you can say. Um, and that's Rabbit Holes. So again, thanks for joining. Be sure to uh, like, subscribe, follow, whatever you do on the platform you're on that we're on. And, uh, you know, more than anything, I ask that, you know, please uh, comment, reach out, let us know what sort of things you want to hear. Uh, or maybe if you know, you want to be a guest and come on and talk about it, love to have you on, um, uh, anything and everything. There are no rules. <laughs> I'll say it one more time. It's a one hour car ride with somebody you don't know. You know, they know something about a topic and then we kind of take it from there. So again, uh, stay tuned for the next episode. I've got two or three more taping this week and we'll get them out as quick as we can. Uh, thanks again to ransom D Coslet. This is lewd presents rabbit holes.
1: Hold my tongue, never. I say what I feel. Look you in the eye. Never ran, never will. Hold my own destiny. Both hands in the wheel. In the darkness, they found light. So at the top of your lungs, scream. This ain't life. So when they move left, you move right. You move right. Hold my tongue, never. I
0: say what I feel.